Hey guys, I am back. Oh, my voice sounds crazy. <coughs> I am back. I am back. I am back. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. But um, I am back and tonight I will be sharing my birth story. My experience with dealing with preeclampsia, dealing with the help syndrome, and just overall my pregnancy. Um yeah, so let's get into it. I was originally due July 3rd, 2020. My baby boy came May 6, 2020. Now, let's go to the beginning of my pregnancy. This was not an easy pregnancy. Like, my mother would say, anything that can happen in the pregnancy, it happened to me. From morning sickness to losing 25 pounds to hospital visits, to not eating for three days. I was, like, so sick with this pregnancy. I don't know why. Not that I don't know why, but, like, I don't know why. Like, anything that I tried to eat, I, could, I couldn't take. Um, I had to, like, it, I threw it right back up. Um, down to water was making me sick. Like, I started drinking water maybe... The ending of my second trimester, I was able to tolerate water. Um, it was so bad. Like, I had a really, really, really bad pregnancy. Um, second trimester got a little better. And then my third pre- my third trimester, it got bad again. During my third trimester, um, I started to experience um, nosebleeds and bleeding from my gums and spitting up blood clots. And my OB was aware of it, and he told me that it wasn't pregnancy-related. He sent me to another doctor, and during, you know, we're going through COVID-19, I was able to go into the office. So, I had a phone phone, um, appointment, and through that, he told me that it was normal because my blood was supposedly, quote-unquote, clotting. And he referred me to an ENT doctor, which is your nose, ears, and um, throat. And when I went to that appointment, they said they couldn't find the source of the bleeding. So, basically, it was dismissed. So, you know, <clears throat> I'm just thinking, okay, so this is this is normal. Like, nothing's really wrong. I'm not thinking nothing's wrong. I'm not thinking, you know, um, I'm in danger. Like, I'm endangering myself or my, my son at the time. I'm, you know, just thinking regular whatever couple weeks later um I wake up to swollen feet swollen hands like you know like when it's really cold outside of your hands feel like they're like just defrost like um what's the word I'm looking for like they're defrosting like after you get some like get somewhere warm or you put your hands under hot water and feel like your hand is defrosting that's how my hands felt throughout the day and I'm just like okay this is this doesn't feel right. Something is not right. But again, my doctor's just like, oh, well, no, this was normal pregnancy. Oh, this is normal pregnancy symptoms. You know, you're 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 fine. This is I don't see nothing concerning. Whatever. Um, he ran a test to see if I was um pre had preeclampsia. He said I didn't. The only thing he told me was just, oh, your iron is low. And did he tell me my platelets? Hmm. I don't remember if he told me my platelets was low. Um, but he wasn't, like, uh, c- 
concerned, like too concerned about my symptoms. He was just like, you know, it's pregnancy symptoms. You'll be okay. It's normal. It's fine. Whatever, whatever. So my cousin actually was pushing like, no, something's not right. Tell him that you want this done. You want that done. Tell him to check for this, check for that. You're too early in your pregnancy, not too early in your pregnancy, but you're too early in your pregnancy to be feeling how you're feeling. Like, you shouldn't be feeling like, because I felt like I I just couldn't, I was done. Like, I was towards the end of the pregnancy. Like, I was like, I'm done being pregnant. I feel so tired. I feel like I'm just, I can't do it anymore. Um, You know, I just felt like my baby had his eviction <laughs> notice. And... My cousin was like, you're not at the end of your pregnancy yet for you to be feeling like this. Like, this, you should, this is not normal. You need to get checked. I think this is what you have. You have preeclampsia. So, wind up going to the doctor on May 5th. And a regular routine doctor's appointment. And um, he wound up checking my blood pressure and it was high. And he told me, he was like, you know... I'm going to send you to the hospital just to double check. I don't think nothing is wrong, but just to double check, your pressure's high. It was high last visit. Oh, also, I gained weight. I gained 20 pounds within, excuse me, a week of my visits. And that was concerning to them. So when he sent me to the hospital, now here I am panicking because, again, we're in the pandemic and... With COVID-19 going on, you're not allowed to have visitors. I mean, not visitors, excuse me. You're not allowed to have um, people with you on your visits, um, on your appointments. So I was alone. And it was just like nerve-wracking because I'm like, okay, they're going to say a bunch of things to me that I'm not going to really understand because I'm not focused because I'm nervous and I'm scared because he sent me to the hospital for high blood pressure. And now I'm thinking that something is terribly, terribly wrong. Oh, my gosh. Like, I can't can't think straight long and behold the doctor comes in she's like oh no I think you'll be fine um I just gonna want you I want you to um monitor your urine for the next 24 hours we're gonna do um input and output so every time you use the bathroom I want you to no every time you drink something I want you to write down what you drink and how many ounces and when you use the bathroom I want you to use the bathroom um in this jug and then I want you to collect it for 24 hours and put it in the refrigerator and then when you're done um I want you to bring it back over here and then tomorrow when you go to your next appointment I want to take your blood pressure and I want to just make sure everything's okay so I'm like okay cool they about to let me go home that's that's fine okay I'm okay me and baby boy is fine nope she oh she took blood they did take blood so she comes back maybe 20 minutes later like Miss Payne um you're gonna have to probably give birth within the next two days Skirted, skirted, what? In the next two days? Ma'am, excuse me, miss. I'm not doing to July 3rd. What are you talking about? She's like, yeah, we took blood work and um, your blood levels are down. Um, Your platelets is, you know, the level is, is, is down, which means that my blood wasn't clotting. So I'm like, okay, so <laughs> is there anything you guys can do to fix it? Well, what we can do to fix it would be for you to give birth. Huh? I'm still not, it's not processing in my brain. So I call my mother, call my cousin. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is what's going on. I'm scared. Like, what the hell? So um, they transferred me to another hospital 
who has a very, 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 very good NICU. And, well, doctors, period. Um, So I got transferred there. And they did the same thing. They took my blood pressure, which was still high. It was probably like one, I'm going to say 150 over 110, um, which is high. It's supposed to be 120 over 80 um, or 130 over 90. But, you know, in my case, it was high. Oh, that's what she came. She said, she, um, you're severe, you're severe, you have severe preeclampsia. And I'm just like, but my doctor, my OB told me that I wasn't like, oh, it can happen. It can spike up within a couple of days or within a day, within a week. It can spike up, blah, blah, blah. So now I'm like, okay, what did I do to cause this? You didn't do anything. It's just the way the placenta is um, located. I think that's what she said. Yeah. So the best thing to do to cure to preeclampsia is delivery. So I'm like, okay, I'm not prepared to this. Yes, I know I'm pregnant, I'm having a baby, and I'm about to be a mom, but I'm not prepared to have the baby in May. I was waiting to July, like, ooh, it was just like, uh, everything happened so fast. So <laughs> I'm sitting in there, so they was like, okay, we're going to induce you. And um, no, no, no. Yeah, it was supposed to be, I had give birth within two days. And then they said it was severe preeclampsia, so I needed to give birth within, like, the next day. So they was trying to have, give me, like, let me have a um, natural vaginal birth. And being that um, my platelet was so low and, like, my blood levels were so low, I would have to do it naturally. No epidural, no pain medication, no anything straight natural. So now I'm panicking on top of that because... <laughs> Who the hell wants to have a natural birth? Not I. I needed all the pain meds because that's just something. Just think about. Oh, my God. Just a moment of silence for that. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, my God. I wasn't prepared for a natural. Because, you know, and it's crazy because me and my friend was going back and forth. Like, she wanted me to have a natural birth. And I was just like, no. I'm getting an epidural. Like, I, I don't do well with pain. I don't like it. Um, I don't want to do that. I just, I, I was not for it. But being that, you know, my situation, I was like, okay, whew, maybe I can do it. Maybe I can be strong enough to do it. So they induced me maybe around 10 o'clock at May 5th. They induced me at 10 o'clock. And um, every four hours, they would induce like to check to see if you know i dilated or anything um so 10 11 12 1 2 yeah right two the three four five six yep right make sure i have the times right so um then they 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 knew i was so since i was having a baby early they gave me um a steroid to help baby boy with his lungs to help them um develop stronger and faster being that he would be you know becoming early so I was on that they gave me that which hurt my let, let me go back let me backtrack real quick they gave me a COVID t- let me tell you what I went through they gave me a COVID test which they stick um they do as, as a nasal te- testing they stick the swab in your nose but I don't know what this lady was picking for she picked a piece of my brain I swear to god it hurt so bad the way she did it. She was just so rough. Like, she was going so fast. So, I had a, a COVID testing. Um, I was getting a steroid shot. Was I getting a steroid shot? 
or I got a steroid shot, which hurt my arm. And they was doing something together. Like, I know I got, um, she, they checked my cervix to see, you know, if it was open or not. Um, like a pelvic exam. So just think about, you know, a hand inside of you ladies. <laughs> and as, I forgot what she was doing, my blood pressure or something like that. Something on my arm as two fingers was being inserted inside of me. Like it was just, I was just so uncomfortable. I went through so much. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like it was just a lot. And then, okay, so now back to where we were. So now we're in a hospital, the second hospital I'm at. And they finally let my mother come because I was being induced and she was my support. And during COVID, you're able to have a support person with you. So um, my mom is there and I'm just, she's, you know, just being reassuring that you're going to be okay. Me, me and Cameron is going to be okay. That's my son's name. Um, we're going to be okay. We're going to, everything's going to work out fine. God has us, whatever. <sighs> so I couldn't sleep. I was just too anxious to sleep. So we just, I was just like really twisting and turning all night. Two o'clock in the morning, they came to try to induce me again, to give me another dose. Um, forgive me. I don't remember the name. It, everything is really a blur. Um, I don't remember the name, but when I redo this, um, properly, I will have all the names and everything for you guys. Um, but they they gave me, they put like a pill inside of my um, cervix to try to open it up twice. And it didn't open. And then the next time they tried to do it, um, I didn't dilate. So they came in the next morning and it was like, Miss Payne, um, we have to have an emergency C-section. And <laughs> it's not funny, but my mother said, like, my body did the matrix. Like, I went into a whole another dimension. Like, I just remember blacking out after they said I had to do a C-section. Because that's not what I wanted either. Like, I didn't want to do a natural birth, but I didn't want to be cut open. I just blacked out. I don't know. I got an attitude. I was just like, whew. And they started prepping me because it was like, like, I felt like it was life and death because they, they just started rubbing me down with um, anti-septic uh, um, wash, like a uh, wash rag. She wiped me down, took all my jewelry out. They was giving me medicine. It was just like so many different nurses in there. I couldn't think straight. Um, nurses was coming and talking to me. And I started getting an attitude because I was just like, I, oh, they gave me. Okay, so they gave me a medication called magnesium, magnesium, magnesium 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 excuse me sorry magnesium and it like it was helping with my fluids and everything like that and that was making me hot and I was just hot and I was irritated and I did not want to talk to anybody and all the nurses coming in talking to me I was like please get out my face I was like listen I'm like mommy I'm getting irritated I'm getting an attitude I want these people out my face and then they (laughs) he was apologizing but I'm just like yo like you know I just I want this to be over with like it's just too it's too much to deal with so they took me in to have the c-section oh the best part about that is and I'm being sarcastic when I said the best part um being that my blood levels were so low I couldn't get pain medicine for that neither so I had to go under general anesthesia anesthesia and um Basically, I couldn't be awake for the birth of my son, which was horrible. My mother couldn't be there neither. And it was just like, 
again, what the hell? So they took me into surgery to have him. Um, he was born at 9.57 on May 6th. And um, they said it was an hour and 30 minutes of, you know, me delivering him. I was able to hear his first cry. I was able to see him. I woke up drugged up like off of all the medication and I was into recovery and um I was just looking for my mother at that point because I was just confused like what was going on and then I was just like oh my god I had a baby excuse me mommy I had a baby I had a baby because she told me I kept saying that and but I was able to see him because I was still hooked up to all the medication and um you know I just got cut open I couldn't walk and he was in NICU being that he was born so early and it was just like a a devastating thing because like you just had a baby and he was just like ripped from you basically like from you know and you can't see him you don't know how he looks oh I'm getting emotional just thinking about it oh my gosh okay um you don't know how he looks you didn't hear him cry you don't know if he's okay you don't know what's going on you don't have your baby like what what you don't have your your child like how is that okay luckily they didn't let my mother go see him she's seen him she took pictures but it's not the same because like you know you want to see your child for yourself to make sure he's okay like yes mom you know you see him thank you but I need to see my baby. I need to lay eyes on my baby. So that was a, like, that was 9.57 in the morning. So for the whole day, I wasn't able to see him. Um, the next day, I was still hooked up to the medication. Um, I still wasn't able to walk. I still wasn't able to see him. I think um, I seen him, was it that night? No, I think it was maybe after the third day. I believe I was able to see him. <sighs> um, my blood pressure was still spiking. So, okay, so you can have preeclampsia even after you have birth. Postpartum preeclampsia. And, of course, me being me, that's just what I had. Um, it was horrible. My blood pressures was 150, 150s and 160s over 100s. And 110s and one like 111 and 115 and it's just that wasn't good that just wasn't what it's supposed to be and um they were trying to give me all types of different medications that was not working um my professor was still spiking they were trying to figure out what was going on so finally they um, transfer me to labor, I mean, from labor and delivery to mother and baby. And there, um, I was, you know, had my own room, everything was good, I was able to see the baby, and he was doing perfect, oh my god, he was so beautiful, I was just like, oh my god, this is my baby, wonderful, 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 wonderful. Um, as I'm there for like a day, like maybe a day, I think, my blood pressure starts spiking up again. And they're giving me the medication, but the medication's not working. Anything you can think of, the labetalol, Procardia, they gave me um, a water pill, the hot, um, what else did they give me? Um, the water pill. 
And again, I, it's such a blur that the, all the medication that they gave me, I have it written down, <laughs> but don't ask me to recite off the, the top of my head. I, I can't. Um, I was in the hospital for nine days. I left the hospital May 17th. So for May 6th, 6th, 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th, 13th, 14th, 15th, 16th, 17th, yeah. Huh? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I was in the hospital for two, a week. It wasn't a week and a day. I think it was, yeah, a week and a day. Yeah, a week and a day I was in the hospital for. And it was good because my baby was still in there. So, like, I was able to see him anytime. Well, I can't say anytime because they was working on me trying to f- make sure I was okay. But when they weren't working on me, um, of course, I was free range to see my baby. It was no visiting, um, no restrictions or whatever. So, that was the plus part of being, you know, staying in a hospital. But other than that, it was just, like, it was frustrating because... Every day they would come in like, okay, Miss Payne, this is what's going on with you. This is what, then it's like, then it was kidney problems. They, they tested, um, the renal doctors came in talking to me. My kidney functions was going up. My platelets was going, my platelets was going up finally. So my blood levels was okay, but now my kidney function and my liver functions was declining. So it was like, I couldn't win, like, I could, yo, it was just too much going on, like, every day, it was something going on, and I couldn't cry, because when you cry, you feeling stressed, that makes your blood pressure go up even more, um, I couldn't process that I had a child, like, I had a baby, because it was just so much stuff going on with me, like, it was just so overwhelming, um, I just, I couldn't even begin to, to, to try to, process what the hell I was going through it was just like again like I said every day was something new um they were oh did you have any problems before this and I was just like no I didn't have any blood pressure issues I didn't have any kidney problems um so supposedly preeclampsia lasts six weeks it can last up to six weeks after um you have you give birth and um so they, they thing was, they didn't know if it was just a preeclampsia or if the preeclampsia was masking something that I had prior to giving birth, like kidney problems. Um, they took a lupus testing. I came back negative for lupus, so I don't have that. Um, and they, I'm still following up. Like, like now that I'm done, well, not, excuse me, now that I'm out of the hospital, um, I still have to go back and get my blood pressure taken. I have a nurse that comes to the house to take my blood pressure like twice a week. I go to appointments to check my blood pressure. Um, I go to check with renal, which is, you know, my kidneys to see if my functions, how my functions doing. They kept taking blood from me. When I say I had no more veins for them, I swear to God, they poked me in both arms, my, my wrist, my actual, um, forearm my like I had no more veins literally around the clock it was like 4 a.m they'll come and do blood 8 a.m they'll wake me up to give me meds 10 10 a.m I get meds 12 p.m they come and do blood I was going down to take testing it was just like so much like for one person to deal with every single day it was just a lot like then 
I, you know, I had emergency C-section, so I had, I have a scar, I have an incision, which, (laughs) it's not funny, but, like, talking about it, it's funny, because, like, this was just, like, my life for a week, um, my, my incision was swollen, um, then it started bleeding a little bit, they said that was normal, but it was just, like, yo, it was just a lot, um, I'm trying to think what else. Yeah, so basically just I had preeclampsia and a health syndrome. Um, but again, during this whole thing, I was not feeling any pain. I did not. I had headaches, don't get me wrong. But I felt like I had headaches because um, I wasn't sleeping. Because again, they come, <sighs> wake you up at 6 o'clock in the morning to check on you, check your blood pressure, take blood from you, then come in and um, every hour to talk to you about something to make sure you're okay to this and that and that and this which again I'm very grateful they I had a beautiful 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 um team of nurses who made sure I was okay like I had one nurse come in she was like on her day off she okay she came in she was like on her day off. she was like I was thinking about you I was just like we gotta get Miss Payne together we gotta get her home we gotta get her good for her baby boy and she was just like, I was just thinking about you all day at home. And I was just like, oh. But no, I really had some good nurses. They was very, very sweet. They was very caring. Um, they made sure I understood what the hell I was going through, which was a lot. Um, they they did they did they they did their job. They wasn't rude and you know, they made sure I was okay and I was comfortable and yeah, so but um <laughs> It was just like, again, I can't even stress to you how it was just overwhelming. It was just, it was scary too because um, the mag was to for, okay, being that my pressure was so high, I was at risk of getting a stroke or having a seizure. So the magnesium, the magnesium that I was on was for me to not have a stroke or a seizure. And, um, I had to keep getting back and forth from labor and delivery, which is after you have the baby, you in recovery for like a couple of hours at labor and delivery. Then you go to mommy and baby, which is maternity. I was sent back from maternity so many times to labor and delivery because they keep a, a better, like a, not a better eye, but they have more people around the clock and they can check your pressure like every 15 minutes, which I need it. That's how bad my pressure was spiking. Um, like if they didn't, get it under control it could have been it could have been bad if my cousin wasn't so on it um about you know just checking on me and make sure I'm okay in general it could have been bad like if I would have waited to go to the doctor or waited you know and didn't take these symptoms seriously I probably wouldn't be here to tell this mixed up story (laughs) and my baby boy thank god he's here but he probably wouldn't have been here because it's that real. Like, things can happen in the blink of an eye with preeclampsia. Um, pre-eclampsia. But my baby, he's doing amazing. He is striving, thriving, striving, doing amazing. <laughs> um, he is, He's just growing. He's so strong. He's just like, since day one, he's been breathing on his own. No tubes, no anything. Um, he is tolerating all his feedings. He is peeing and pooping. 
he is just he's just so freaking amazing like oh my god that boy is so amazing and I'm just glad like you know everything worked out the way it did um I'm glad that he's okay I'm glad that I'm okay I'm glad that we are survivors um I am currently still on medication I take medicine every 12 hours 10 a.m 10 p.m I'm on um the medication I'm on (sighs) finally is working um I mean don't get me wrong it's some days well I won't even say some days because honestly I've been I've been actually I've been good today was the day that my pressure was a little walky I don't understand why I wanted to act up but it's back to normal and it's just like you just have to be aware you have to know your body you have to know what you're feeling you have to be your biggest advocate because doctors are are going to brush it off and oh it's just regular pregnancy symptoms but you cannot let them tell you that you have to know sir ma'am excuse me this is not right this is how I feel and if you don't feel satisfied with their response or what they're doing for you go to someone else don't ever let them just like this this um like you know just push you away because it could be fatal like it's just you know it's just you have like I said you have to be the biggest advocate for yourself you have to sit up for yourself you have to know your body and you have to just like know when something is not right and again even though this was my first pregnancy and I never you know experienced anything and I could have said oh the doctor said it's normal fine it's normal I knew something wasn't right my cousin knew something wasn't right and mind you she wasn't even next to me like I'm just talking to her on the phone but I knew something was not right. Like, I just felt like something was off. And again, I'm glad that, you know, I, listen, I just got, I just got to meet my baby earlier. Like, again, I said, he's, he's doing perfect. He's amazing. He's, he's beautiful. It's just, yeah. So <sighs> postpartum, um, preeclampsia is, is still, you know, it's still something serious that you have to deal with. Again, like I said, I'm still on medication. I take my blood pressure. I have a nurse coming to check on me. Um, it is a little scary, though. Even though I'm not thinking about having another baby right now. But it's like, you know, future-wise, it is a little scary to think about it. Because, again, you, you don't want to go through all of that. Um, it, yeah, it's just... Nine days in the hospital. Nine days. My blood pressure would not go down. And I was so scared that something was... I was, I was honestly, and I can admit it now, I was scared that I was gonna, something was going to happen to me and I would leave Cameron without a mom. And that was my biggest fear. I think that's what probably was my underlying stress, that something bad was going to happen. Because, like I said, every day they came in and told me something else was wrong. Oh, Miss Payne... Yeah, um, first it was a just postpartum preeclampsia that can last up to six weeks. And then it was like, okay, your blood pressure is not going down with all the medication. It was giving me like, they, they upped my dose to like 400 milligrams. They was giving me the medication earlier. My, oh, let me, t- no, I think, I didn't even tell you, I not the best part, or when I do say the best part, I'm being very sarcastic. Um, with this whole COVID thing, 
COVID-19 that's going on, you know, they only have one person that's able to see one designated visitor to see the baby. So like, uh, let's say um, mom and dad wanted to see the baby. They couldn't. They couldn't do it together. It either has to be mom or either has to be dad. So like when I first had my baby, my mom was able to see Cameron and make sure he was okay or whatever. And then I think the next day, because I was still, you know, on medication, I was able to walk and go see him. But after that, when they sent me back to labor and delivery, and um, I wanted to go check on him, and they was like, I couldn't because I was going to be on the mag, and being on the mag for twelve hours, you cannot walk. Like you cannot go see him, see the baby, or anything like that. You have to like your your bed, your bed bound. And I was like, okay, can my mother go see him? And they was like, no, she can't because, you know, you're the designated visitor. And I'm just like, but I can't see him right now. And they was not letting up. When I tell you I had a mother, I had a panic attack. Like, I went insane. My blood pressure was 172 over 117. Like, how you tell someone they can't see their child? How can you tell? Then, okay, if I can't see him because, okay, obvious reasons, I am, I'm, you know, I'm hooked up to machines right now. My mom, his grandmother can't see him? What? Like, that just didn't make sense to me. And then I just I have to take the word of the nurses that he's okay. Like, it, it was just like, so imagine going through everything you're going through with your health and then... You're not able to see your child that you just got ripped from you. You feel what I'm saying? Like, they and they expect you to just be like, oh, just rest, just rest. You pre- what the? What do you mean, just rest? Like you're telling me, I can't, yo, like, <laughs> oh boy, like again, I don't even mean to laugh because it was nothing funny about my experience. But like now, talking about it, it's just like it's just really crazy, like. I really went through all of that. Mm-mm-mm. So, yeah, I don't... Mm. All I can say is my, experience, my birth experience was something to tell, something for the books. But you know what? I don't think I would change it for anything because, again, I have a beautiful baby boy. I'm doing okay. Um... It was just one of them things you just, I guess, I had to experience. I don't know what I was supposed to get from it. <laughs> like, you know, everything you go through is like, oh, everything happens for a reason. I don't know what the reason is, but I'm sure it's something that will make sense to me later on. Um, yeah, so, again, this is my first... Um, Mm, what can I say? I am I am planning. I am planning. Excuse me, <clears throat> to do a mommy blog. Um, on YouTube, but I said let me just you know come back to my podcast really quick and do something. You know, like I said, I'm all over the place when I tell my do my podcast. Um, my I promise my YouTube videos will be more put together, more organized. I'll have the names of all the medications names of everything i'll be more organized this is just a rant like just me free freestyling with my my talking um and i'll be able to answer questions 
about, you know, the preeclampsia and help syndrome, um, explain more of my experience. Like I said, I'm just ranting right now, just getting it off my chest. I haven't talked about it since then, since giving birth. I haven't really, again, I haven't really processed it still to this day. Um, it's still, I'm still going through it again. My baby's not home yet because he was born early, so he's still in NICU. So, um, I think it's maybe another, maybe I'm going to say like three weeks until he's able to come home. Um, so again, it's like a lot. Um, it's very overwhelming. It's very emotional. It's a lot right now being a new mom and not having my baby here with me, you know, um, Try not to get emotional because it's very like <sighs> okay okay um again I'm sorry you guys you know again I'm all over the place all these emotions and shit but <clears throat> I do promise again YouTube would be very much more organized and um yeah I just want to thank y'all for rocking with me thank y'all for listening and. I'll be back with more um more stories, more more things to see, especially when he comes home, our journey. Um he is a character, his facial expressions, my baby is everything. When I tell y'all everything, I mean everything. It's going to be something to see. So just tune in, just stay tuned, excuse me. <laughs> I'm tired, y'all. I'm sorry. Like it's been a long day. Stay tuned. I'm going to have so much more content for you guys. Um, Yeah, so have a good night, and I hope you enjoy this. Bye-bye.